And hello, welcome everybody to another edition of Diz After Dark. I'm Nick. I'm Paul D. I'm Craig. Paul W. And I'm Chris. Uh, and I'm also very late, um, so apologies to everyone. This show's going to be a bit uh, of a mess because uh, these poor gentlemen have been waiting in the pub for me to turn up. I've come in uh, drunk and disorderly um, to ruin everything, so um, th- this could be a bit of a car crash. Um, not literally, obviously. That's Don't drink and drive. Um, right, what's everyone drinking? Well, I had, I had a crate of beer. It's gone now, so I'm on the tea. <laughs> I've drank a bottle of Tiger and a Glenmorangie. And he means Tiger blood, not uh, not. I've I've literally had twelve men of Tain deep inside me tonight. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be that kind of show, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, uh, I've already got through a bottle of rum, so I'm I'm on the uh, the lemonade now. When you say a bottle of rum, what do you mean by that? A miniature. <laughs> yeah, basically no. You're not a pilot. Um, we've, been, we've been waiting for Nick. Yeah, a proper full size bottle. Wow, <laughs> Mr. Ripley. Uh, water. Oh my God, what right. are you weird? Right, don't worry, don't worry. Right <laughs> now, as I pointed out, I was late to the pub. This this next stunt is not the reason I'm late from the pub, but I'm going to do something which I don't believe has ever been done on the history. Of uh, podcasts, masturbate here or anywhere? No, no, no. This is to do. Is it a cunning stunt? It is indeed a cunning stunt. Now I'm hoping that you'll pick this up. So hang on, please tell me that you can hear this. Oh, he's not pooing. No, no. Oh, he's weird. That's diarrhea. (laughs) No, it's not, boys. This. It's a soda stream. Is the sound of a soda stream, bitches? Oh, he called it back (laughs) in the net. Absolute, absolute retro. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, there's no better way to go. Um, they're not sponsoring the show yet, but let's see if we can make it happen. Um, yeah. We're going to have some some fizzy juice right now. I've put a bit of vo- I can't put vodka in the soda stream bottle, but I'll put it in the glass that I'll consume it in. So, uh, chin chin. What flavour? Uh, just just orange. Oh. Just orange. I'm going. I'm going traditional. With, no, hang on, orange and orange and uh, mango. Orange and mango. With vodka in. Well, it, uh, the vodka's to be added. Oh. Um, not in the soda stream. That'd be... <laughs> come on, Craig. That's ludicrous. Who puts vodka into a soda stream? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you do put vodka in, into a soda stream, you can let us know by visiting our website, www.disasterdark.com, or you can email us at podcast at disasterdark.com. And you can find us on Twitter, so you can tweet us, or you can find us on Facebook, forward slash disasterdark. We're on Instagram as well, and we're on Tinder, Gaydar, and... <laughs> Sodastream.com so, <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the uh, blogspot.com .co.uk, sorry Yes, that's the other way of getting to the website Yeah it is, That is indeed true um, So, how has everyone been? Alright, yeah Yeah? Yeah I've been good Yeah, yeah been good so. Been good Well, uh, we were supposed to have some, some guests on tonight um, They weren't able to make it uh, That's what we'll say and uh, so instead, we've got a few other things to talk about. Um, now, we've not prepared. <laughs> I was going to say we've not prepared for this show, but then that's that's pretty much the same for every show we ever do. Um, but I know there were a few things we wanted to discuss tonight. So, um, what? I tell you what, Craig, I'll let you decide. You've been off for the last few. 
what are we leading with tonight? Well, I think we've got to go with the um, Rogue Squadron, to be honest. Well, do you really? Yeah. <laughs> so excited. And you just can't hide it? Yeah. I'm wearing... State your name for the record. Darth Vader <laughs> mask. Because he's not in the... the, the Forgery uh, of Imperial documents. Possession oh, of stolen so property. Good. Aggravated assault. Yeah, very good. Resisting arrest. On your own at the age of 15. Reckless. Aggressive. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm caught... Right, no. No. Time it sounds like somebody oh. from Liverpool, doesn't it? That criminal record. 15. <laughs> You're 15 years old, she says, right. How do... Right. Their planet revolves around a different sun to ours, right? So how did he know she's 15? Is well, she 15 on their planet? Well, yeah, but look, I mean, I, I understand why you're pausing it at that point and saying what you're saying. But, you know, we've always had numbers in Star Wars. I mean, how quickly does the uh, Millennium Falcon travel? I can't remember. Uh, it's still, it still burns me out when... 15 parsecs? Yeah, okay, yeah. 12 parsecs? Whatever. So, well, yeah. Numerical if you take the values, handbrake off, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you've got the handbrake on. That's stupid. Um, but no, I mean, obviously, if you are... Um, if you're travelling at a light speed, um, the, the numbers are the same. It's just that the, the values are slightly different. So the numbers themselves, the numerical values, are the equivalent to what we would know, but their their values are slightly different. Yeah, but if you're if you live on Pluto... And you're 15 well, years hang old. On, hang on, his planet. All right, because Pluto was a planet. It wasn't a planet. Is it back to being a planet again? All right, let's all get on your anus. Well, that would be for the first time. We've already done it once tonight, I'm sure, before I even got here. Yes. Okay. You can have that. Yeah. So you're 15 years old. So is she 324, or is she actually six weeks old? I, I, by the looks of her, I'm hoping for the, the the first answer rather than the other one, because that would be a bit weird. That's what. That's all I'm saying. But apart from that, I'm dead excited. <laughs> so go ahead. As Claire Rainey used to say, "Come on, loveies, let's press on." Uh, and to American listeners, uh, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, I suppose it's probably the nearest to her. Um, right, it's good, didn't it? I mean, Craig, you've already said it, and I mean, you're. I think out of everyone on the show, you're probably the least interested in Star Wars. Yeah, in comparison to everyone else. Until episode seven dropped, and uh, our youngest, our Grace, has done me proud. She's wearing Star Wars t-shirts. She's got the DVD. She's got the digital download. Every time I look at her, she's watching it. So I'm a Star Wars fan now. I've got someone to enjoy it with. My eldest, our Eve, she's not interested. She just rolls her eyes at us and walks out the room. But Which is why you now have a favourite. Yes. <laughs> I don't see if I'm joking. No, 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 you do. Because it's the same, it'll be the same with me. The, the one who decides to like Star Wars first, that will be my favourite. I mean, it should be my son, granted. But, you know, my daughter's been the one that's been in the Stormtrooper pyjamas. Yeah. You know, I, she's a bit older, she gets it a little bit, you know. She's still too young, but, you know, she'll sit there and watch Rebels longer than he will. So, therefore, at the moment, she's tipping it in her favour. What happens when he gets a bit older, who knows? But certainly for now, she's definitely on the right track. And our Grace can tell you all the characters from Seven. She's watched four, five, and six, and she doesn't judge one, two, and three. She enjoys them. Mm. She particularly enjoys that weird one who goes under the water. Lee Malaby. 
he's he's got a look of Jar Jar. I'll give you that. <laughs> and they both talk weird. Misa Jordy. <laughs> Why, I man, I've got a little fishy on a little dishy, and I've got a head like an orange. Spooky. Um, I think that's all stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Sorry. I mean, the thing is, I mean, Sigrani, so, so you know, the fact that you are as excited as you are, I mean, you know, I think it was just come over like, for the rest of us. Um, come over with emotion. That's, that's, that I've I obviously yep. got some of that sentence. I mean, we was all come over with emotion. Um, Face, neck and chest. Take <laughs> I, I, my I, I, money. All over, all over, all over the body. Um, I mean, it's it's a beautiful trailer, a beautiful trailer. And the thing is, I, I think the thing that surprises me the most about it is the fact that uh, obviously episode seven, there was all the the hype and excitement because we was going to get the last three episodes of the saga that we'd been promised back in the eighties. That never, you know, we thought were never going to happen on the George Lucas's watch. Um, and it also had to do a lot of damage control. So there's a lot riding on it, an awful lot riding on it. Whilst this one, it's not that it slipped under the radar, but it was always going to be like a kind of a B movie, really. Like it was just going to be a Star Wars film, and it could be good, it could be bad, but it wasn't as important as like an episode. But that trailer makes me sneeze. That trailer is just—it's beautifully cut. It, it's got everything in it to make but, a Star Wars fan want to watch oh, it. Oh, there's a but. And, and what a butt it is as well. I mean, you know, you only see it for a few seconds, but it's lovely. <laughs> where, also, where is Vader? I, that's what. Don't that's need the beauty. Vader. You don't need Vader. He's he's in it. He's yeah. in it. Oh no no no! It's no, been no. confirmed now. No no, you're. So I didn't mean that. What I meant was he doesn't need to be in the trailer. Remember, that's only the first trailer. Yeah, yeah. there will be others. And you'll only see the back of his head anyway. He's shiny back. Uh, well, you dome head. You, you know what? I would have agreed with you, Craig, if he was being played by Benedict Cumberbatch. But as he's not, you never know. Because <laughs> obviously we all know you only ever see the back of Benedict's head. Um, certainly on movie posters, but we'll come to that later on. Um, but I didn't need Vader. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's great that he's the villain. Um, and obviously that's very exciting for everybody. But... Uh, it's the first trailer, it's and it's like been watched trailer. thirty-two million times in it'll a week. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see the stats. I think. I don't think it's anywhere. I'm. I'm pretty sure episode seven had a lot higher than that. But as I said, again, much more anticipation to that. And I mean, I watched it straight off the bat. Once they showed it at the uh, the launch last year, I watched it straight away again. So that was two views within like, you know, four minutes. But um. No, it's a, it's a glorious trailer. And we, we've actually talked about this behind your back, Craig. Um, and there is a scene in the trailer oh. which are pinpointed, so I actually know, and I've watched this and I've verified it as well, um, in the trailer that's filmed in a London kind of yes. landmark, really. Yeah. A scene shot in Canary Wolf tube station. <laughs> that's quite bizarre, that, isn't it? Well, what's bizarre is the fact that no one's picked up that it says Canary Wolf. <laughs> oh, does it? No, 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 it doesn't. It in doesn't. the background. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, do- it doesn't. Um, and, and Darth Vader's in the background playing 20 Peter Pooh. <laughs> that, that is a Scouse game I've never heard of, I've got to be honest. Um, 
it's all the stormtroopers running through the stunt turnstile putting the tickets in. That's that's the dead giveaway. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they didn't even have their oyster cards. <laughs> yeah. These are not the oyster cards you were looking for. Because of course they wanted to all go contactless now anyway without oyster cards. Yeah. But, that should be uh, the show title, Craig. <laughs> but the um but yeah, I mean to be honest, you wouldn't really spot it unless you've ever been there. It's quite a distinctive looking station though, so once you notice it, you mm. can't not forget that's where it is. Very well done though. You wouldn't you wouldn't you know necessarily know. So that's it's quite well done. But um Did anybody else sorry. No, did go. anybody else think this is really episode three? <laughs> yeah. No, but I wish I wish it was. The, the way I termed it was that one. basically someone's gone back to the eighties and reattached George Lucas's balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're lost. They're, they're long gone. Yeah, they're, Indiana they're... Jones is still looking for them. <laughs> oh my god, that's what was chasing Indiana Jones, wasn't it? Indiana George Lucas's oversized no, George Lucas's oversized testicle. One of them was chasing. Indi- we thought it was a boulder. All these years, we thought he was being chased by a boulder. He wasn't. It was and one now of the other Lucas's... one's in the stunt show. I'm not being funny, <laughs> but you're taking the mic. That's my uncle, that. <laughs> <laughs> Explains Watch why you're so wealthy. What's your language? I've got my Peppa Pig undies on here, so stop it. I, I don't even <laughs> want to know where you hide your pork, Craig, to be completely fair. But, um, I mean, it, it's just it's got so many money shots. And yet, as you said, Paul... The one money shot it doesn't have is Vader. So it has all of those things, like the Atats and everything like that, but it doesn't have the shot that you know you would think would sell it. And that, to me, speaks volumes, because the fact that we're all sitting here excited as you like about it, and yet the one thing they could have shown that would have just gone, Aah! they've not even shown. <laughs> They're saved they've possibly saved it for Trailer 2. A little yeah. insight into his sex life there. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the face I was putting on like Chewbacca um, I thought that was one of those sand people <laughs> <laughs> that's how my eyes go but um, but yeah I mean, maybe he will maybe he'll be in the second trailer maybe he won't but I don't want to see him until the film the thing is though it's not going to be a massive reveal is it because we already know what he looks like how do you know because we might... saw episode 3 he might be in rose gold well, if this is if this is set before episode four, it's set earlier in the seventies. So, I mean, we could be talking flares, we could be talking high waisters, sideies, <laughs> yeah, Lots open neck shot down at the navel. Now, yeah. what I am gold chains. You're you're getting your your pants in a twist about Darth Vader showing up. Mull of Kintyre. I've got to be more. I've got to be honest. I'm more interested in the rumor that Peter Cushing is going to be turning up. What? Yeah, not zombie Peter Cushing no. either, because that'd be all kinds of wrong. No, apparently um, that this was this was being talked about. I don't know if this is you know what they've decided to go ahead with or what, but um, what they were going to do was they were going to uh, recreate him as you know an effect similar to uh, Jeff Bridges in, in Tron Legacy or what they did with um, Michael Douglas in Ant Man. Now I'm speaking well, about this as if I'd seen it. I've not seen Ant-Man still, but I know what they've done. Um, or even what they've done with Pee Wee Herman recently as well. And so they're going to kind of map his face onto someone else. Whoa, I've just seen the Pee Wee Herman film. <laughs> Doesn't he look like that no more? Um, uh, He's to, in Gotham now. To be fair, which is quite interesting because it's the same role he played in Batman Returns. 
Yeah. That will lead that to um, DC After Dark. Um, another spin-off. But Pee Wee Herman... the guy in the look. cinema? Was he in Batman Returns? He's, he's the Penguin Stan in Batman Returns. Stop it. Yeah, go back and watch it. Still him. Shut, Shut the, front the front door. Oh, the front door is slammed, my friend. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman nowadays, or Paul Rubens as he probably likes to be called, yeah, yeah, me. doesn't look that dissimilar to Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> but at the same time, he obviously does look quite a bit older. So they did a lot of post work on his face. So it's him acting it, but they, they kind of smoothed his face out to make him look younger. And they spent a, that, that, that was nearly where all the budget went, to, to be completely honest, according to him anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, done a bloody good job because, I mean, uh, it doesn't look like, as you say, it doesn't look like his age at all. He still looks very good for his age, don't get me wrong, but uh, it doesn't look quite as smooth as he does in that film. But anyway, getting off that. So um, they're trying, that, the room was they're going to put Peter Cushing back in the film using sound bites from other films that he's done, sound bites from Star Wars, spruced together with new footage of an actor. They'll be wearing a blue mask on their face so they can map it in afterwards. Darth Vader's knickers on us. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Oh. I mean, you could, you know, the easiest way of doing it is, um, you know, we didn't know that he suffered really bad acne um, and he has to wear a brown paper bag over his head. Yeah, but that, I don't think that's the angle they're going for. Anyway, it's not not officially confirmed. Like with a lot of Star Wars stuff, there's a lot of stuff going around being talked about. You know, some of it will be true, some of it won't be. But it'd be interesting if that is the case. So that's that's the money shot I'm interested in if they do decide to do it. Because he was like, you know, he's he's uh, commander in chief or whatever. So uh, yeah. But anyway, we haven't got long to wait, have we? It's uh, December. What if they had Vader, right, without the helmet? I think you're thinking of former WCW and later WWF wrestler Big Fan Vader, um, <laughs> who 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 did kind of wear mask of salts, but it wasn't anything like Darth Vader's. Um, yeah, that's really tenuous, isn't it? Sorry, you're showing your age, there, Nick. I'm showing I'm a loser. I don't know about my age. <laughs> That's another thing. Um, <laughs> uh, well, they have got... We do know it's not Dave Prowse, don't we? You yeah. Know, they have confirmed there, that there is a new actor playing Darth Vader. Yeah. Have it's... they confirmed the voice, though? Um, the rumour is that it is going to be... James. James L. Jones. It's got to be him, honey. Well, because, I, I mean, does he do the cartoons? Yes, I believe so. Okay. I'm I sure he's, he did Rebels. He'd do anything for a packet of custard creams, I think. Oh, he's back on the Lion Guard, so he, I can't imagine he turned down Rebels. <laughs> really? Yeah. God. That looks cack. I watched about five minutes of it. I let the kids watching it. I can't be dealing with it anymore. Um, and that's interesting, because a lot of the, you know, because... The guy they have doing Obi Wan Kenobi, I think, sounds really like um, uh, what's his face? Ewan McGregor. Luke Cogsworth. Ewan McGregor. Um, yeah, I think he really sounds like him. So, I mean, they obviously do pick a good voice actor, but uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if he was still doing those. It's interesting. And yeah. uh, I mean, it's good that you mentioned custard creams there, but after the flooding and the the um, the biscuit factory instances that we've had up north, I, you know. They're on short supply. I mean, it's really hard to get custard creams down here in Essex. Um, so I don't know if that's going to have any impact on 
you know, if he finds out that he might not be able to get all the custard creams he wants, I don't know if uh, he might pull out, but <laughs> that's, a, that's another story for another day. Um, but yeah, so not long. So December. Who's that? It's Pee Wee. <laughs> um, oh, Pee Wee Herb. They should get Paul Rubens to do Darth Vader's voice. He's trying to Death Star. Sound better than that, obviously, but it's not bad. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that's obviously a big thing we're talking about. And there's other films that we will talk about a bit later on, I think. But um, we spent an awful long time talking Star Wars. And I, I, we could go on, but there is other pressing things. So, Craig, well, topic number two. Oh, Paul, go on. No, well, quickly, you referenced the money shop before, so that is a segue to Wendy Pratter at Magical Journeys Travel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought my segue was bad. Have you not, you've seen her profile picture. She's a stunner. So, <laughs> I think her name should be Wendy Pretty, uh, Oh yeah, yeah, Bendy yeah. Wendy. Uh, whether you, whether you've been to Disney one or a hundred times, there's still a lot of planning involved. Oh, Let really? Wendy bend over backwards at midnight to open your windows to the BR guest reservations and the coveted Anna and Elsa mud bath air fast pass <laughs> for your princesses. Mention you heard the ad on. Is after dark and get $25 off your deposit with any trip and package. WPMagicalJourneys.com. Get over there and poke Wendy. There you go. On Facebook, obviously. I mean, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. like on Twitter or anything like that, but definitely on Facebook. Um, so, one other thing that we've been teasing for a while now. And I think that we should stop teasing, because otherwise people are just going to think we're checking with suppliers, and we don't want to get that confused again. Um, is the fact that one of us here uh, is a DVC member? He's not a very good DVC member, though, to be honest. No, terrible. <laughs> why? Why? Why would that be? Um, because I can never remember all the bloody rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first rule of being in the DVC club is you don't talk about the DVC club, but we're ah. trying to exercise that one completely. Um, <laughs> but yes, as you can probably guess, uh, it's not me because I'm I'm too cheap. Um, it's and it's not Craig, it's not PD, and it's not P Dubs. So that leaves Chris. P Dubs. P Dubs. <laughs> like, do you not know he's, he used to be a coach DJ? Or Carolina. Good lad. <laughs> Sorry. That's shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an 80 uh, throwback show. Anyways, I ain't going on no podcast, fool. <laughs> said some of the people scheduled to be here tonight. So, um, Chris. <laughs> I said, you know what? Why don't we get nominated for Sony Radio Awards? I don't, I don't know. Why don't we have more guests? Um, so, Chris is a DVC uh, member. Expert. Now, some of us, some of us, I've also been called members before, but not that, not a DVC one. Um, so, you know, it's something that obviously we've been talking about quite a lot on um, our other podcast, the, um, the Pub Snacks, which I'm sure you've also been listening to, or at least hope you are. Um, In your hundreds, thank you very much, <laughs> listeners. 
and uh, right, it's, it's worthwhile doing then. And um, you know, we've talked about a lot of the DVC places, but they're quite hard to access unless you are one. So, Chris, like, how long have you been a DVC member? Uh, about eighteen months. Not very long. Oh wow! How much did it cost? Now, come on, stop! Like, you obsessed with money shots, aren't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Keep it in your pants, son. Your pepper pig pants. <laughs> let's let's Curious, go, join the conversation let's go now. Back. Let's kind of go back a little bit, you know, till about eighteen months before, and I'm I'm assuming that you went on one of those presentation trips. Uh, yeah, I think we did originally. Yeah, I mean, they memorable, because, obviously. Yeah, it was, it was quite a while ago now. No, because we are foreigners. DVC is slightly different for us, and a lot of people don't realise that. Oh God, so it's shit. So, no, 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 we get all the same rights and responsibilities, but we get extra stuff that the Americans don't get. Free healthcare. Baggage tags for your luggage. Yeah. No, no, what I'm talking about is um, you have to buy into DVC, and um, you unless you've got the money hanging around, which most people don't, you have to pay... Uh, you can apply for a loan in America, then they'll loan it to you, blah, blah, blah. Because we're foreigners, there's no credit check-in, there's no nothing. They, you just hand over your card, and they'll just charge you a bit every month. Why not? So, yeah, so you can use, like for me, I use American Express because I get the air miles. So the, I can... The preferred credit card of this After Dark. Ah, oh, should we get them to sponsor us as well? Yeah. yeah, come on then. Yeah, no, I'm sure, you know, WDW Today, Wendy and um, American Express. Sounds like the uh, the Holy Trio, yeah. And SodaStream. That's SodaStream, yeah. Let's make it the oh, SodaStream. Of this After Dark. Centurion Amex cards and SodaStreams all round. <laughs> What's in your wallet? Oh, no, <laughs> do you have one? Crap. Well, they can sponsor us as well if they want. I don't care, I'm not fussy. Anyway... Uh, yeah, so you, there's that. That's different, obviously. Um, and then uh, you, you you buy in, so then you you own a little piece, an actual piece of property uh, in America. Oh, hang on, hang on. Whoa, I'm going to stop you there. Because, <laughs> you know, you know how I like to embarrass myself and tell you really silly facts about me. I've obviously got more than I even remember because it's only when certain things are said that triggers this. Um, so you've got a little piece of something, a little bit of land in America, essentially. I, I own I own probably about an inch square of a roof tile at the Polynesian. <laughs> I don't own a roof tile of that size, but I do own a square meter of land on the moon on a lock in Scotland. <laughs> okay, that means Reason you're a, being, allowed. I am. A laird. A laird. Which, oh. of course, in England means I'm a lord. Oh, yeah, I've done that. I'm Lord Lucas, me. There you go. <laughs> me and Craig have both done it. You're the one they've been looking for for years. My dad used to get called that at work because he was never at his desk. <laughs> and now he's never in my life, so uh, it follows through. <laughs> um so I did that, and I, because I mean, the thing is, as Craig will attest, it, it doesn't actually. Give You've only got one ball. And the others in the in the Albert Hall, um, or chasing after Indiana Jones after George Lucas's. Um, 
but um, it, you you can kind of use it as a title, but it's a paper title. So it doesn't mean anything. So I immediately changed my Nectar card. So my Nectar <laughs> card, other uh, loyalty cards are available, of course. But my Nectar card says Lord uh, N Branch. And, um, you know, at, at 21, I thought that was quite funny. Um, at 32, it's a little bit embarrassing now. Um, so I, I don't really shop in Sainsbury's anymore, just so I don't have to use my Nectar card. Do they call you, thank you, my grace, when they swipe the card? No, because they're all arseholes. <laughs> but they're not all arseholes, but, you know, I just kind of... They do say, oh, how did you... Like, are you actually a lord? I'm like, yep. And I start, you know, try and keep the conversation short before, you know, some snotty, spotty teenager goes, oh, sh- do you mean like a gay lord? Because, <laughs> I mean, obviously, by looking oh, at me and how I talk, truth, Nick. What well, a knob lord. I was going to say, like, you know, by the way I talk and the way I look, then it's, it's quite easily to, uh, for them to imagine that I, I could possibly be, not that there's anything wrong with that, equal opportunities. But, um, so, that, so you own a roof tile, which is exciting. And, yeah, and over time, do you get to own more than a single roof tile, or? Well, you you can buy extra roof tiles. I mean, you can buy a second roof tile, or you can buy a roof tile at Bay Lake Towers if you want. So, where's your roof tile? Did at you tell poly. us? Oh, to Polly, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's your that's your home resort then, Chris. Yeah. yeah. And how much did that cost you? Oh, God, it's all a, it's all about the bling bling with you, Craig, isn't it? Eh? Is. Our listener in his prison cell. Just that one listener. Is wanting to know. He's like, he's banging his fists against his prison wall, going, I need to know, Chris. Chris, I need to know. Now. My dad's in jail? I wasn't talking to him, but still. I think. I think. I think. I'm not sure, because I haven't seen anything for ages. I haven't signed it. I think it was about $9,000. Six grand. So, so you, you pay that off or... in bits over however long you want to pay it off. So you buy a you buy a certain number of points, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, that buys you your points. But you can buy <gasps> points. Is there points. a minimum, a minimum and a maximum number of points you can well, buy? Some people say there is a minimum and a maximum, but um, when Easy we went, the the bloke said there wasn't. But I think most people buy around a hundred points. Mm-hmm. That's like their starting. How many did you buy then? We we bought a hundred. Ah. So so what does that actually mean, other than prizes? Well, I mean it it's, it gets a little bit complicated because you have to look at these great big flow charts and work out when you want to go, what time of the year it is, what season it is, and then it tells you how much points are per day or points are per weekend or points per week. So then you have to you know what Disney nerds are like they love this this stuff don't they you know so they they. Oh, they are we. Us, 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 us. <laughs> sorry. So, have you uh, used them then? I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and where did you use them for? The poly or elsewhere? I I haven't used I have stayed at the poly, but I didn't use them for the poly. We used them, I think we actually did use them at Bay Lake Towers, come to think of it. And are you penalised for using them elsewhere? No. The only, the only, the only reason you have a home resort is a your name has to be on literally a piece of property in America, so that's that's where your name is actually on. Nice. But also because it's your home resort, you can book that resort earlier than anyone else. Ah, uh, right, okay. You know the last three digits on your Nectar card to your home store in, at Sainsbury's. All right, Lord where, where, Branch. Where you, where you registered your Nectar cards? 
<laughs> Lord Branch of Sainsbury's. Don't get all highfalutin on us. <laughs> Put your plums back in your gob. <laughs> it explains a lot. So, I mean, obviously it's still new to you. Um, you know, being being about 18 months or so, but is it is it too early to make a judgment? Is this a uh, something you'd recommend? Is it something that you are going to ex- possibly expand on? Or do you think that 100 points is, is what you want? Well, I... I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've just I've just called up Bay Lake Towers chart. So if you was to go in the lowest time of the year, which is all of January, oh yeah, all of September and early December, um, for a week in a studio which sleeps up to four people, it's one hundred and two points. So if you get a hundred points per year, I'd have to borrow two points from next year, which you can do. Um, so then, my, what I've bought would then give me a week at Bay Lake Tower in in on those dates. Okay, yeah, okay. So and then you can. The, sorry, go on, Paul. I was just going to ask Chris the borrowing thing you mentioned there. Yeah. Um, am I right in thinking you can borrow from last year and then you've got this year's and then you can bring forward from next year? Is it three years you can put together? You can put three years' worth together. If if it's over that, then you lose the point. Right. So, um, and then you can, if, say, you've got 100 points from this year, 100 from last, and 100 from next year, so you've got 300 points, and you want to book a villa for two weeks, and it's, say, I don't know, 310 points, you can actually buy an, another additional 10 points. Right. Up to, a, I think you can, it's up to, like, 40 points or something. Oh, do you keep them points forever? The additional, no. so you're just buying them for the top up for that year. For yeah. that year, yeah. That's all. So, at what point would you rec- would you say you break even on this? I think we worked it out, and it was uh, what was it? Now it was something like if we went at least once a year for eight years or something, yeah. we would be in profit. Um, but it, I mean, it varies for everyone. It's so different. And them hundred points you've bought, they're obviously worth nine thousand dollars now. Uh, in these eighteen months, are they worth ten thousand dollars now? Are they worth? No, because I'm I'm paying off that nine thousand. Right. So once once that nine thousand's paid off, I have bought those a hundred points. So I get a hundred points every year for. Th- 35, 40 years or whatever it is. Yeah, but you can you can resell them, can't you, Chris? You, you can want, resell you them. Want. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing you have to pay is every year you pay a maintenance fee for your resort. Oh, go yeah. on, how much then? Um, la, la. I think... Three fifty? No, it's less than that. I think it's... I think it was about 100 quid a year, something like that. That's not too bad. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this is up to date, but I'm looking at something that says between 450. This is dollars, 450 and 740, depending on which resort it is. So it varies by resort, I think. Oh, that's quite expensive, I think. Per per point per year. So if you don't go, you've still got to pay the the yeah, annual Yeah, you dues. have to pay. You have to pay the maintenance fee every year. 
you know what? All this, all these talks of points. It reminds me that if you go shopping at Sainsbury with your Nectar card, you get uh, two points for every pound you spend. Um, an extreme. What about what about uh, aristocracy? Do they get three points? No, they don't give us anything <laughs> yeah. extra. That's that's um, that's Asda. Um, an extreme. Um, hello, by the way, uh, said, our beloved, our beloved, Alex. well, indeed, um, said that. Um, Constantly looking into DVC um, and looking to resell points. Now, is that something that you yourself have ever kind of looked into or considered, or it's still early doors for you, so you wouldn't be that far ahead? Well, I, I bought mine direct off Disney, hmm. so I get all the perks and privileges. But I know now, if you buy them through other people, you don't get all the perks anymore. Yeah, they've just changed it in the last yeah. couple of weeks. Literally, wasn't it? It was like last yeah. week or something. Hmm. So I don't know what will happen to that industry. I don't know if that will make things slow up or, or what. But if, if you've got your 100 points, does nothing stop you going and buy 100 knockoff points? That wouldn't penalise you for what you're getting now off Disney, would it? You know what? I haven't thought about that. That's a bloody good idea. It's all right. You can have that. <laughs> So what what privileges do you lose then? If you buy through a reseller that that you used to get? Oh, I can't remember. What was it, Paul? They they listed them, didn't they? Yeah, you're certainly going to lose access to all the the exclusive lounges like the Top of the World. Um, Oh, yeah. I think the one at Epcot as well, yeah. You'll lose all your discounts. You won't get any DVC discounts. That's right. What do you think is a more privileged thing to have? Out of DVC membership, Club 33 membership, Club Cool membership, or Lordship. Soda Stream. No, Soda Stream don't have memberships. Lordship, like me and Craig. I, I would definitely say Club 33. Yeah, I'd say Club 33 as well. <laughs> but like, clearly, Nick, you're already a lord and so are you, Craig, so they're easy to get. We just, we just walk in, we don't even have to like, pay for Club 33, we just walk in and go, we're lords. Lord you flash them your, your nectar cows, surely. Literally, you should be kissing Lord me Lord ring. Can I just say, yeah. I've been trying to get into Club 33 for years with no success. So if anyone is listening and is a member, can they please email in? I'm glad to, to give you there. my hard-earned cash. If anybody wants us to do a show from Club 33, we're up for it, that's fine. Yeah. To be honest, Definitely. the way things are going, if anyone wants us to do a show at Club Tropicana... <laughs> Coco Cabana. Drinks are free. Yeah, that's for free. Talking of drinks, today's show is sponsored by Soda Stream. Hey, an unexpected thing, so get busy with the fizzy with Soda Stream. Big or small, get busy with the fizzy, short or tall. Crave a fizzy flavor with water from the tap. Press the magic button, shake it just a lot. Mix a little mixer, add a little dash. No trouble with the bubble, splash a little splash. It's an endless stream, so get busy with the fizzy, Soda Stream. The good That's news is I've got my receipt. That advert's now made me return my soda stream. <laughs> Thank get you, 80s cartoon advert. Get fizzy with the busy. That's that, that was, soda stream. That was the old, uh, that was the slogan. Certainly slogan when I was a nipper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 1980. And do you know who, who does advertise for soda stream nowadays? Uh, Hulk Hogan. 
No, Scarlett Johansson. And we're going to talk about her in a minute, actually, after we finish with this chat. So well, I'm just logging in now to see what I pay yearly. Oh, God. It's where really, he faints. Annual dues, <laughs> yeah, because I, I leave this to my wife to sort out. So I'm my just wife. Your wife? <laughs> Let's all do a communal. My wife. My so wife. You've got my wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. You quite finished. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which one are, right. which one are, which one are save time while uh, time while? Well, I had a DVC living. question for him, which was a relevant on-topic question. Oh, then we don't oh. want to hear it. Go on. No, I know. That's a bit boring, really, isn't it? Let's that go back to the my wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife. No, damn it! I'm going to ask my question. <laughs> <laughs> so, other than Walt Disney World Resorts, Chris, mm. where else can you use your DVC points? Well, really good question, points. Paul. Um, any other Disney Resort, um, pretty much. And you can also, they have a partnership with RCI, is it? RCI uh, Resorts. And they have thousands of hotels all around the place, so... Yeah, because I've never understood that. Like, you know, I mean, I suppose the thing is, when you think of, you know, DVC, for those that don't know, is Disney Vacation Club. Yeah. Correct, isn't it? Yeah. Because I didn't actually look it up, I'm just guessing. Um, (laughs) And so you just assume that the only places you can use this stuff is in those places. But when you, you you know, see the, or hear the talk or whatever, um, as you say, there's a list of, of other places l- literally all over the world. So you yeah. can use your DVC points if you wanted to come to London. You could do. We could have, you know, a week in a, I don't know, a Hilton or something in the middle of London. Yeah, or a travel lodge. Brixton. A, a night in a travel lodge. I go to London literally five times a week. Why would you want to go there on holiday? To visit your bench. Good point, well made. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But as well as um, parks, and right. they've also got uh, Disney's Vero Beach, Hilton yep. Head, Alani in Hawaii. Fancy that one. Cruise line. Can you use it on the cruise you line? Can. You, you can. can. Yeah. Cruise There's line. also a special uh, DVC cruise every year. Oh, swing! And they have um, Disney Legends on there. I bet you do too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvia Crystal, whatever her name is. Um, Disneyland Paris. Can you use it there? Uh, yep, think so, yeah. California, so said that. Yeah, well, there, there, there is a DVC resort at, um, at the uh, Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Butlands. Can you use Butlins? that? No, I made that one up, sorry. Skeggy. Bogner Butlins, that, that's uh, 100 points to leave. Darlington, <laughs> Darlington. Other, other highly high style holiday camps are called available on DVC. Um, so, right. would you recommend it or are you looking to get out? <laughs> just <got in>. <laughs> <laughs> I just got in. I want to get out. No, um, I don't know. I'm going to see how we get on. Because I, I heard a rumour from a little bird that Disney does not like you to sell your points for less than market value. And they won't let you sell no. them 
the, they, they control the price for what I remember quite Ooh. closely. So they do step in and take your points off you if you want to yeah. sell them. You've got to give them first club. refusal, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. They want to keep the prices as high as they can. Yeah. So not a lot of people know that. No, you're only supposed to play the bloody doors off. <laughs> My name is Michael Kane. My wife is <laughs> Mrs. Kane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Is there anything else we need to know about DVC? No, nothing at all. It's nothing one of the most boring subjects in the world. We've done it. it. Is, no, it's actually, it's actually really good. We were very, very tempted, but we never went for it. Yeah. it and it wasn't because it wasn't a good deal. It was because it was kind of break even, and then we were sort of worried that you know what happens if airfares really go up. You know, could you know would that would that kind of put the, put the, the spoiler the, on it and things like that? But if we'd done it, is, sorry. So I was going to say, go on, Paul. Sorry. I was just going to say, if we'd done it when we looked at it, which was probably about ooh, seven, <laughs> eight years ago, we'd have probably uh, you know we'd have probably benefited benefited from it. I think. Mm. We looked about six years ago. I'd be interested if it was more Disneyland Paris. If we if we could actually do DVC at Disneyland Paris, that would be something I could see there. The, the problem is you, you buy it in dollars and you pay for it in dollars. And since yeah. the pound has sunk against the dollar, mm. I know I'm paying a little bit more every month. Yeah. So that's annoying. But if the pound mm. was to rebound, it'd be Sh- less. So. They should be switched on enough that you could do it in pounds. It should, Disney's worldwide. It's everywhere. You, you should just be buying your points, shouldn't you, to be using everywhere. Which you do, but you need a resort, as you say. Yeah. Uh, be interesting. Well, what does everyone think about Cathy Powell, anyway? Yeah, speaking of Disneyland Paris. Mm. Exciting times. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about her. Where does she come from? Who is she? She's a Cockney, I think, from London, that London. She's uh, been working over in Australia. Can you, can you tell what it is yet? <laughs> you can't do that, can you? Sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, I've got to be honest, I don't know much about her. She's a mother of three. She's pretty. She's beautiful. I don't want to tell this is why I said pretty. So, hang on a minute. So she's not been managing a theme park in Australia. That qualifies her to run a theme park in France. She's you how Disneyland Paris has been run before, yeah? <laughs> I mean, Jesus, Craig could probably run Disneyland Paris. She's been over everything in Australia, from the films, from the stores. Uh, She's very good at the social media implementation and all this type of stuff. I think she's going to be a revelation at Disneyland Paris, and I can't wait for her to take over. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We've got to be nice, haven't we? Because the likelihood is she might be listening. Is this true? What's Britain's biggest Disney podcast? Why wouldn't we be nice? rude not to wouldn't it <laughs> we are being yeah. nice and we are being truthful being nice. okay the way i look at it right and i think craig kind of hit the nail on the head a few times there is the fact that 
what tends to happen in these situations is they put people in charge because of their background, i.e. they've been at Six Flags, they've been at, uh, I know, Wet and Wild, whatever. Um, they've, they've been running these things. They've been doing that exact role. Just because you've done a role in a certain field doesn't mean that you know what you're doing. And in fact, sometimes it can actually be detrimental because if someone's done really well, so say, for example, you bring in a manager who ran a very successful Six Flags Park in America, or, or, or a few of them, right? And then Disney go, look how he's run those parks and look how well they've done. That's the kind of guy we need to be running our parks. Let's bring him over to Disney. What they normally bring with them and what they expect is what they've done. So that mindset. And that doesn't always reflect Disney. So just because you've got background in managing a theme park of any you know, magnitude does not necessarily mean you're going to be good for the job. Now, if you've got someone who's successful in managing big, important things, and this is a new kind of field for that person... I think that's much more fun. I think that's much more interesting and much more likely to be a better result giver than somebody that's done, you know, well at another theme park. She's apparently she's very good at implementing um, across the board, you know, like Zootopia, Zootropolis, whatever it's called. Um, the release of that film might go largely unnoticed in the parks. But what she's done, she's very good at bringing out the merchandise to go along with the, the movie release. So it's all in the shops and uh, she'll put that into the parks. You would imagine a new film comes out, you'll be able to meet the characters, you'll be able to buy the merchandise. You'll have that all tied up. So it, I think it's good. You know, She's very tech savvy as well. So what's Disneyland Paris crying out for? Park-wide Wi-Fi. It hasn't got it. It's when like being, it. you know, now. you've got you've got Wi-Fi across the parks. You've got people taking photographs of meeting characters, uploading free advertising. You know, yeah, you know. I don't think they. I don't think they focus on that enough. Like today, I went to a zoo. Um, I'll name check them <laughs> because um, they don't sponsor the show, and they're not going to. It's Colchester Zoo, one one fairly near me, and everywhere you went, everywhere you go. Are the first are some of the lines in the intro to Full House, but what I was really trying to say was that they had photo op spots, so they'd have like a model of a, a giraffe or something. Because unfortunately, the thing with zoos is that animals don't stand still, so you might not always get good pictures. So they had, you know, replicas of said animals that you could stand in front of and have a, a decent picture. And then what they had underneath that sign that said like photo spot was please share this picture with us on Instagram. Please share this picture with us on our social media and have like the Twitter address, have the Facebook address, have the Instagram um, address, have a hashtag. So therefore, there it signs you, look, take a picture here and then this is what you do with it straight afterwards. It's a really simple thing. Yeah. But it's the kind of thing that gets people going. And you're right, Craig, if you've got, um, you know, Wi-Fi going about those parks and you put a sign there saying... You know, after you've come off your, your ride or whatever, um, please share this on social media and where to do it. That's brilliant. As you say, that's free advertising for them. You're spending your hard-earned money to go to these theme parks or these attractions, and then you're then giving them free advertising afterwards. It's a win-win. And it costs them 
a couple of hundred quid to produce some decent looking signs. Genius. So that's the kind of thing that, you know, if, if you're listening, of course, Kathy, you know, we, we, we would, you know, say is a, a good choice, a good thing to implement in the parks. Maybe, um, you know, she might have an interesting view on smoking. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think the last few people that have been there haven't been stern enough, um, have been kind of too culturally acceptable to the fact that, you know, Europe is still full of uh, dirty big smokers that smoke wherever they want to and not give any kind of regard to anyone else. The Maybe. photo pass people, sadly lacking in Disneyland Paris. Well, it, you know, from what I hear, it's seasonal because obviously I had my experience a few episodes back when I talked about it. Um, but other people that have been that went last year um, in, in like the, the kind of high season definitely had more photo ops than I did. So it could be that it's just seasonal. It could just be that last year, as it was a new thing, they had more people and it didn't take off. But I would like to think it's probably more seasonal. So it'd be interesting for people that go over the summer, um, you know, over, over those more uh, peak seasons to see if you get more opportunities with your photo passes. Um, but yeah, again, something else that compared to the American parts, it definitely needs. And something that um, I was, um, I, I guessed it on a podcast the other day, in my Disney opinion, I, I called in and had a little debate with Mark. And um, one thing that he feels very strongly about, and I'm slowly, slowly kind of getting on his wavelength, which I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, is the annual pass. Mm-hmm. Because... I think he's got a point. In he thinks they're too cheap, doesn't he? He thinks they're too cheap, and that essentially what you're then creating is a culture of people using it as a place to doss about in. Yeah. And I, I think he's got a point. I, I, you know, I hate saying it because, you know, we bought annual passes before because of the value, and what it's meant is that we've returned to Disney quicker than we probably would have done had we not had one. But I, I think that maybe that, you know, that there are definitely negatives to it being that cheap. Um, and so maybe he's got a point. Maybe they should look at changing those prices. I mean, I don't know if you saw the thing that happened the other day with the um, the settlement on the price fixing yeah. across Europe. That's interesting. Apparently, the Sun have, uh, have put a statement out saying it's a victory for the UK. Look how great we are. Now, we all know the scum's a terrible paper at the best of times. But what they actually could have done by them getting involved, if they think they have, is actually increase the pricing. Because who says they're going to bring the pricing down to what it was across Europe or in other places? I'm quite sure they won't. They'll probably put it up, Yeah. if anything. So that will just be egg on the scum's face. So that'll be, I mean, that's the only good thing about that story. Is it'll make them look like idiots. But um but yeah, I think I think he could have a point. So um so yeah, sorry Mr. Dolan, I, I did my usual and just waffled on and I think you tried to get a word in edgeways. He's gone. He's probably got the ump, because I didn't shut <laughs> up. He I'm always pre- he's pressed his mute button. <laughs> he's ranting and raving. <laughs> he's got his own soapbox. <laughs> um, but I mean, is there anything else to you know? If, if this is our forum, if this is if we've got the floor with the person that's now going to be looking after 
Disneyland Paris. Is there anything else that we should be saying or suggesting? For me, I think the previous guy, Tom Wilbur, um, I think he's done a stand-up job for what he was given. Um, he steadied the ship. No end. I'm sure he has. I know he's had that money come in from the recapitalization, but um, I think now's the point to take the parks to the next level, to that Disney level. Um, and I think from what I've seen of of the new lady, I can see that she's going to take it there with what she's done previously in Australia. That She started at, at the BBC as a sales executive, I think. Um, and slowly she's she's built this career up um, and done a, a fab job from what I can tell. Um, I think she's she's on that that wavelength with people like us. Um, she's definitely involved in the social media and and things like that. And I think I think now's that time to to take it a step up. I've seen the they've started giving out um, their version of magic bands. These these new magic cards have have already begun, and I think I think that's just the start of it for where they're going to go now. Mm. Yeah, I've seen it. Is it the um, the New York? And the Disneyland Hotel that have got those. Yeah, there's right. there's two that have definitely got it. Mm. I think the I think the other thing is it's good to have a, a European again, but not necessarily a French European. Just that maybe it's got a different perspective on what the European market is and what it needs. Yeah. So I think she's gonna bring a different view on things. Yeah, hopefully. especially when the fact that their second biggest market is us. Mm. Um, I think you've got to look at maybe ways she's going to make it better for for us, yeah. not just the 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 rest of Europe. Well, she could yeah. she could of course move it back to Dagenham. Or <laughs> jelly deals in the parks. I mean, I'm expecting that at least. Can you can you imagine? Right, you know, people say about the the guest behaviour in Disneyland Paris because of, like, the Europeans. <laughs> Can you imagine if they just built it in England? <laughs> How bad it would have been then? Let's. But, um... <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, I was imagining it. I was away there imagining it. <laughs> imagine dragons. Um, Craig? Yes? Anything you wanted to add? <sighs> um, going next February. Uh, I've paid... I'm looking forward to going. I'm excited. Um, our Eve is going in June. I know our Kathy won't be in charge by then, but our Eve is going with the uh, the Brownies or the Girl Guides, and she's going to be recording a, a on-the-spot podcast episode for Diz After Dark, mm-hmm. and it's going to be Disneyland Paris from the point of view of a 12-year-old girl and her friends. Does that so, mean Ben Robinson gets to get involved? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuart All is uh, <laughs> unavailable, so thank God. <laughs> so, if Cathy uh, wants to have a listen in, it's extremely dark. <laughs> I'm sure she'll uh, be entertained by our Eve and all her friends, and out of the ba- miles of babes in it. I mean, some brilliant Disney um, attractions have come out of children's gobs, mm. like Splash Mountain, as an example. Indeed, yeah, very, very true, very true. 
Yeah. Well, uh, all the best. You know, we we wish you well in this new endeavour that you'll be taking over from soon. Um, and also props to um, our friends over at Dedicated DLP, who uh, who actually did, didn't force us to listen to the episode, obviously, but uh, you know she did listen to the latest podcast and um, and you know commented on it. So that's that's great news, an absolute scoop that we can only hope to to equal it at some point, either on this episode or of course on on your eaves. So uh, that's blinding now. Uh, we've talked about it's been an action-packed show. We've talked DVC, uh, talked about me being late, talked about various lords, Soul Streams, Soul Streams and Sainsbury's quite a lot. Um, but episode 3B, episode my 3, wife. 3.1, um, and my wife's. But my wife. um, what we could talk about now is the fact there's been a massive film release, um, and it's kind of setting a trend. Um, so Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> no, actually, uh, shut up, Peewee. Go back to <laughs> Um No, the Jungle Book came out this weekend. Both it did. sides of the pond. Could be do. Um, of course, the UK did have to have a new title, so it's called again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called a Forest Story because uh, some of the trademarks. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> it is called the Jungle Book. On both sides of the pond, um, which is nice for the merchandising. Um, now, it's too early um, for me to have gone and seen it. Um, I think my wife, my and wife, my daughter are going to be going <laughs> to see it this week. Um, they're looking to see it midweek. Um, I'm not going to be available to see it, unfortunately, due to work commitments. So I will be seeing it at a later date. But um, it's had a it's had a massive opening weekend, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It has. I can tell you something really cool about it, though. Unlike the ones like Cinderella and the other ones they've done, this one actually has songs in it. I, you know what? I I thought it didn't, but apparently it does. It does. Not many. I think it's got Bare Necessities and I Want to Be Like You. There's a version of um, Trust in Me as well. And Trust the, in Me, yeah. The, the Soda Stream advert star Scarlett Johansson, or as we call her, Scojo, sings. Because mm. people are getting their knickers in a twist about this, that um, Scojo is voicing Car, the snake. Yeah, I thought it was Benedict Cumberbatch that was doing it, but I was well off. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> he so does he, everything, though, doesn't he? He does do everything, that's true. He does the, uh, he does the, ad- the radio ad- adverts for Selco. He does anything with the pulse Where of the trade go. Oh. You probably know that that was um, that was somebody who used to have a show in the seventies on the BBC. Used to wear tracksuits, but known as Craig Lucas. <laughs> he wishes he had shows in the seventies. Um, oh, I was nappy training in the seventies, mate. <laughs> too much information. So, no one here has seen it yet, have they? No, no. It's just not on my radar. See, it wasn't on my radar. Okay. And then about about three weeks ago, no, a bit longer than that, I saw The Life of Pi. Okay. And for those that haven't seen it, um, it's it's um, quite I do, yeah, I like pie. heavy. No, not that kind of pie. It's not the pie festival celebration. Um, it's, it, you know, a lot of it takes place in a boat with a human uh, and, a, and a couple of animals, one including a tiger. So, um, and it's but it but it doesn't look it looks really realistic. Like if you watch something like Jumanji, 
nowadays. The CGI animals in it look terrible, but this film it, it's real photorealism. It, you, you know, it's hard to to not believe a tiger was on the boat with him. Of course, it wasn't, but it's it's hard to believe that. And the Jungle Book, although it's a live action version of it, um, similar kind of setup there in that it's all been filmed in LA. It's all been filmed on on green screen, but unlike Star Wars, it doesn't look wooden. I'm talking obviously one to three. We know that seven, eight, and nine are proper sets. Um, and I saw the trailer for it and thought, you know what? Actually, this looks pretty good. And I mean, when it was first announced, and John Favreau, I like his work other than Iron Man Two, but I it, it, like you, Craig. It just wasn't saying that filled me with any kind of interest. I didn't like Melissa. And I didn't like Cinderella. And we've talked before about that and Pete's Dragon looking crap as well. So that does look crap. Have you seen it? Oh, furry, Pete, furry Elliot. Uh, yeah, you can drop on. Ridiculous. But, um, but you know, this does look good, and the reviews have been brilliant. Reviews have been really, really good for it, and uh, I think it's it's opened just over a hundred million. So, um, you know, not not the biggest box office this year, um, but it's it's up there, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because I mean, obviously, we had uh, a huge uh, release the other week of Batman versus Superman which uh, dropped off by 71% in its second week. Which is a massive, massive decline, obviously, week on week. Um, so it be interesting to see how Jungle Book goes, but I think because its reviews have been so good, I think it might have legs, um, at least until Captain America, um, you know, Infinity... No, what's it called? Civil, Civil War. War. No, Infinity War. Um, yeah, so has Disney got a film coming out every month or something now? Captain uh, America's 29th of April, isn't it? Yep, yeah. and then uh, Pete's Dragon comes out in August. The BFG comes out in July. We've got Finding Dory coming up before that. So yeah, July? That's, that's June, June or July. Well, okay. June in America. Jeez. Yeah, it's busy. No wonder they couldn't fit Tron 3 in the schedule. I'm not yeah, yeah, they, on, they got but... they got all these films making a fortune, yet they got to get rid of actors at Walt Disney World and cut back on this and cut back on that to pay for Shanghai. Why don't they just release another bloody Marvel film or something? Well, uh, see, I was... Um, so when I was talking about... Um, when I phoned up Mark's show the other day and we were talking about The Jungle Book and the live-action Disney films and Marvel, the one thing I said about the Marvel films is that I'm worried they're going to burn out. They've just mm-hmm. announced the other day Guardians of the Galaxy 3 while they're filming Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And we know that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 won't be coming out in this wave of Disney films, uh, in Marvel films. It'll be wave 4. And, you know, we've gone from two Marvel films, well, one Marvel film a year, to two Marvel films a year, to, you know, three, and, you know, three next, possibly yeah. four. If they can, and I don't mean that as a Norse god. I mean the number four. <laughs> um, but the thing is, you know, I'm starting to think they could be like burning the candle at both ends. I mean, my my wife already cannot cope with the amount of Marvel films coming out. She can't get her head around the different stories and the different films. And the thing is, you know, she's not a, a massive comic book fan, and nor are a lot of the core audience. Because let's be honest, you know, the reason these films are, are as popular as ours, they've got crossover appeal. They, you know, keep the comic geeks happy. But also, they're 
interesting enough and they're open enough to be um, absorbed by people that don't know the comics and the source, you know, stories in a lot of these films. So, you know, my fear is that, you know, because they're doing so well, they're just making too many. They're just, and eventually it's going to burn out. I think the saving grace is going to be the fact that the change of characters. I think once we've lost Iron Man and, and Cap and Thor, I yeah, think. But you're not losing them, are you? You're losing the actors. Well, they've already said that they won't recast Iron Man. Really? Yeah. Wow. They said we'll, we will just leave it. He just won't be in the MCU anymore. You need to listen to Stray Podcast Episode 2, coming out tomorrow. <laughs> There's not a plug. But, a butt know. plug. <laughs> and speaking of butt plugs. But the, the other thing, you know, it's a, you know, that's the Marvel thing. That's how I feel about that. But the way we led on to that conversation, we would talk of the live-action Disney films. So we've had Maleficent, we've had Cinderella, and the Jungle Book is, is now on its way, obviously. Um, they announced this week as well, Peter Pan. Again. Well, Disney have never done Peter Pan, but yes, how many live-action Peter Pan films have we had in the last 10, 15 years? Sooner or later, they've got to get um, one right. Um, right. I'm going <laughs> to... So the person just said how many of them have been good and the answer was none. That's a lie. Okay, slightly more than 15 years ago, but we had Hook. No. No, bloody skateboards. Bangarang. Yeah, like, no. Hook was fine, okay? It was nearly good. <laughs> Lot of Jacob Isaacs, by the way. Dustin Hoffman was good. Anyway, I, I, you know, Robin Williams. Anyway, um... So, Peter Pan. I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I know who that is as well. Um, so, you know, you know, we've got Peter Pan coming out. It's one of the few ones that I think you could turn into live action, and if you do it well, could be good. But as we've seen recently, they just don't seem to have done it right at all. But we've also got Beauty and the Beast coming out next year. They've announced Aladdin, uh, Mulan. Dumbo, which is hysterical, let's be honest. Tim Burton's Dumbo, Bloodthirsty. Hope Johnny Depp plays Dumbo. Um, apparently Winnie the Pooh, um, The Little Mermaid, what? Pinocchio, um, Fantasia's rumoured. Oh. Yeah, rumoured. But the thing is, Black Cauldron. Uh, well, they've they've got the rights to the the series again, haven't they? Fox the and the Hounds. Um, so that is Black definitely Cold. happening. That film Walt Disney made about Adolf Hitler. I mean, where are they going to stop? Not there. <laughs> what they could do is make cartoon versions of all the live motion films to make. Yeah, that's a good idea. Can't wait for Disney's animated flubber. But, um, <laughs> the, the, again, the thing is, like, Disney built itself on animated films. Oh, I thought you were going to break into song then. I know. I thought they built it on rock and roll. Oh. We've already had one mention of me being, <laughs> me being gay tonight already. Let's not, <laughs> you know, rock that boat anymore. Um, There's another one. Go on. What? Another what? Live action film? No, another song. <laughs> but, um, you know, I want to see cartoons from Disney. I don't want to see live action films. But if they keep making money, because, I mean, Maleficent made a lot of money. Cinderella did pretty well. The Jungle Book looks to be massive. So, they're going to keep churning them out. And, you know, while people go to see them, maybe, maybe we're the wrong audience for this. I don't know. I'm not going to see you. Good for you, Craig. 
I doubt I'll get time to see it either. So there's there's none for none for two. Go on. Who's next? I'm gonna go and see it. No, I'll be not. seeing it. Yeah, I'll be seeing it. Ah, shut up. And I didn't see the good dinosaur. <laughs> ah, you're all stupid. And I've not seen Zootopia yet either. <laughs> Zootopia's boss. No, yeah, but that, again, the, the the thing is, and you know, Mr. D, you, you know, you don't have to worry about this problem quite so much anymore. Um, but Russia is here. What are you talking about now, no? <laughs> the, the, the kid situation. Do you suffer from male problems? <laughs> are you Pele? Dysfunction. I'm not. I'm not Pele. <laughs> but it, All right, then come on. Would... Your what don't, I, what don't I need to worry about? Uh, having to go to the pictures with your kids. That's true. Although mine still go. No, no. But what I mean is, is that you could like you don't have to go with them. If you want to go, you can go. That's true. And if you want to go to the pictures, you don't have to like get a babysitter for them. Yeah, that's true. Do an age now. That's not so much of a problem. Um, yeah. Whilst I mean, Chris, I don't, I don't know if you have. Do you have any kids? No, no. Okay. None, none I know of, anyway. Oh, yeah, well, geez, I've had that geez. one before. Go ahead, lad. <laughs> that, that episode of Jeremy Carl, I was almost complete boss, as Craig would say. Half, half whole. <laughs> but but me and Craig you know that one, and uh, Paul, if you don't know it yet, you, you soon will. But you don't yeah. get a chance to go to somewhere anywhere near the amount you'd like to. Um, and you have to be picky. E- even with Disney films. You know, it Although we can take the kids to them, it's, you know, my son's still a bit young. Um, my daughter's at a good age, but we have to time it right to make sure that, you know, either we can go or one of us can look after him. And, you know, it's, it's just complicated. And so I don't get to see the films that I want to. So I have to make a real concerted effort. But the, the Jungle Book, I actually think I will do. And the other one's just bar and Blu-ray when I come out. Yeah, I'm not buying it on Blu-ray, I'm telling you now. Yeah, okay, Craig. Bite me, Disney. Bite me. Kids may meet you. Exactly. I've trained my kids to eat animals. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> we, we, we've just had a message in, by the way. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here we go, right? This is mind blown, okay? Chip <sighs> and Dale from the Rescue Rangers... A dead? Did you, you realise? I didn't rehab. I know exactly what you're going to say, Chris. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? Yeah. Did you ever realise they are just the animated versions of Magnum P.I. and Indiana Jones? Who, of course, got chased by one of George Lucas's massive testicles. <laughs> For them, it would be massive. <laughs> well, it is true that one of them wears a Hawaiian shot and the other one's got a hat, a wee brimmed hat. Mm. And a brown leather jacket. And brown leather jacket, yeah. I mean, to be honest, it was one of those things that I hadn't thought of until I saw it. And then when you see it and when you think about it, how did you never realise it before? Especially when you think about the timelines as well, because Chippendale was... I, I remember it starting. It was about 89. So Indiana Jones was still doing his last crusade. And Magnum was probably still on the air. Or had only just got off the air. So, uh, and actually, that's a good point. So, you know, we know who played um, Indiana Jones, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know who was supposed to play Indiana Jones? Tom Selleck. And why didn't he he play Indiana Jones? He was tied up in 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 P.I. My my God. 
My head's battered. It's the circle of life. It's the wheel of fortune. Walt Disney's head has just walked into the mouse's head and ordered half a bitter. (laughs) Yeah, it's battered. Well, unfortunately, Mr. Disney, we're going to tell you something now. It's last orders at the bar. You're not going to get served because you weren't in on time. Yeah, it's 11 o'clock. Teams don't, up. I see it. Don't forget to um, do our last sponsor. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking to Logan. He'll be pissed if he doesn't get his... Uh, Logan his and Naked Boy. Nature Boy. <laughs> you can't be Nature Boy, right? Unless you're naked, because you never see animals in clothes. What about Apart from Chip and Dale. Apart from Zootropolis. <laughs> Oh God! Chip and deal, yeah, exactly. What about, what about, what about Ric Flair? Well, in you my head, when play. I listen to WDW today, Naked Boy is literally naked. What's Logan doing? He's getting his the back of his neck slapped by Naked Boy's member. Well, one thing I like about the WDW today, more than the content of the show, more than the presenters, more than. Dick Van Dyke, whenever they release that episode. Which someone questioned about the other day, whether we were being played as false. Well, we are played as false quite often, but not by this guy. Yeah. Logan likes us. Um, but of course, is their in-house band. Don't start me. It's a freaking CD. Burning me head out. It's not a CD. If they want a studio. They're not. If they want to come on our show and defend themselves with Naked Boy... The more than welcome. Until then, go and listen to Off Kilter on the CD on WDW today. Was was Dick Van Dyke also a CD? He hasn't been out yet. He's a hologram. That's where he's still going. Yeah, it would explain. It would explain quite a lot, actually. Bless his cotton socks. But um, the show's Wash. on fire. Wash his cotton socks. The show's on fire. The ratings are up. It's partly down to us. It's all down to us, to be honest. I mean, you know, we can say that, but if Logan and the boys weren't as good as they were, it's a bit like this show. We would not be the Britain's most... Well, sorry, no, let me tell that back. The UK's biggest downloaded Disney podcast if we weren't entertaining people. Would you like to shampoo Logan's hair? I would have done before... He had it trimmed the other day. Oh, he hasn't had it trimmed, yeah. has he? It trimmed, but it's still... I mean, it's still Logan-esque, but it's, it's been trimmed. He's would... less like Harold Ramis now. As the zone Vosine in the shower, just me As and Logan. As the zone I, I was literally just speaking to Logan, and he is coming to the UK Whoa. this summer. Oh, okay. He's coming back. I'm glad so, you finished that sentence then. So if we should get him in the mouse's head, now, you know... Well, we've been trying to, in fact, last year was extremely close and incredibly loud to actually um, meeting up with him in Londinium. He passed on and two we buses. Didn't, <laughs> we didn't get to make it, but no. third time's a charm. So Logan will sort something out. We're going to have Logan on the show soon anyway, aren't we? But um, yeah, it'd be nice to actually have a, a meet. Can we get Naked we Boy on? I, I don't know about that. We'll have to ask Logan. I'll just go go circumnavigate round, Logan. Anyway, this is a very long-winded way of saying 
other than, other than downloading this podcast and others that we put on our show notes, WDW today, uh, download it today mm-hmm. or any day, but especially today, WDW today. Or naked boys coming to get you. Nakedly. With a schlong. <laughs> well, I, I like think... Greased up death and on right. that note... Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, I think there's no final way to wrap up this show. So, uh, the voting is still open for the latest yeah. round. Come on, yeah. Pop's entry. Um, we'll be back next week with those results. About the week after that, with a guest that will drop out. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then God knows what happens after that. So, um, thank you for everyone that's come on. I always love it when it's a full house. Everywhere you look. Um, thank you to Pee Wee Herman. Um, always a pleasure to have you drop in. My Sad wife. <laughs> thank, oh. you, thank you to Stream and Sainsbury's for being such a delight. Um, thank you for the Scottish Land Registry for letting me and Craig become lords. Um, I think that's all the thank yous, isn't it? Yeah. Anyone else want to yeah, say any thank yous? No, go buy Star Wars tomorrow, episode 7. Yeah, yeah. £12 in Sainsbury's if you spend 30 quid. And you get some nectar points on your on your Lord Branch card. <laughs> get some nectar points. I've got an advert today. Uh, right, but, you could, but I mean, other fine retailers also will be stocking Star Wars as of tomorrow, so um, knock yourselves out. I, you know what, actually? I've not decided whether or not to buy it. What? Because... I am holding out. I'm, you know, desperately holding out for the projected 3D holographic. A hero for the hero yeah. at Christmas. I, I, I only think there'll be a, an extended edition coming out. Yeah, um, Time be. for Rogue One. So it's like, do I bite the bullet now or do I double dip? And I'm not. I'm not too sure. Having bought the extended version of the Hobbit, I'm gonna buy the this release. Well, that's because that was that was pants. Yeah, that's that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So um, do that. And we will see you in a week's time. Take care. Ta-ta, dear listener. See you later. That's it, bye. Bye.